Hi, everyone. Welcome to Money Mochas, a series of short and sweet money teachings to empower your relationship with money. Powerfully potent, these lessons are easily digestible, bite-sized morsels of financial wisdom that pair perfectly with your favorite morning coffee and go down just as easily. I am Barry Tesler, a financial therapist, author, and creator of The Art of Money, my year-long money school and global community that I'm honored to lead with love, encouragement, and more than a little dark chocolate. What you're about to hear is a delicious sample of the practical financial tools and personal support you'll find in my flagship program, The Art of Money. The Art of Money offers a comprehensive framework with a nurturing body-based approach to guide and inspire you along your money healing journey. You can dive deeper at barrytesler.com. So wherever you are in your relationship with money, the simple tools shared in today's Money Mocha have the power to create dramatic change. So grab your morning cup, relax, and sip along as you enjoy this Money Mocha. What if you are terrified to even peek at your numbers? Okay, raise your hand if this has happened to you. You decide you're going to work on some of your money stuff, maybe pay some bills, or look at how much you've spent in the last month. You sit down at your computer with a cup of tea or a mocha like me, and you're ready to go. And then you hit a brick wall. You can't even get yourself to log into your bank account. You're that scared of what you'll see. You sit there debating, should I just rip it off like a Band-Aid or wait till tomorrow or next week or next month? And why is this stuff so scary anyway? Maybe you do get yourself to look at your bank account, but there are other areas of your financial life that you're still too scared to look at, like how much is actually in your retirement fund or what your total credit card debt is all added up. Or maybe you've been working on your money relationship long enough that you do look at all these numbers, and yet you still find yourself a little scared each and every time. If sitting down to look at the hard and fast numbers of your financial world scares you half to death, you're in a mighty large club. I began noticing this phenomenon many years ago, first in my own relationship with money, and then with my private financial therapy clients, and then in my group coaching programs, and then in my year-long Art of Money school. No matter how much money you have, earn, spend, or owe, most people find some degree of terrifying to look at these real numbers. So why is it so darn hard to look at our numbers? There are many reasons peeking at our numbers can be frightening. Many people are simply terrified of what they might see, some people are in denial about their finances and seeing the actual numbers would mean being blind no more. Others are paralyzed by painful money stories from their childhood or things they're carrying shame or grief about. Some people are in the teenager or rebellious phase when it comes to money. And a surprising number of people are worried if they actually look at their numbers, the money will simply stop flowing somehow. They prefer to do what I call magical bookkeeping, which is making guesstimates of the money flowing in and out in their mind. See, if I don't look at it, it can't be that bad, right? In short, many of us 
have good seeming reasons for staying put and not looking our money directly in the eye. But there are even better reasons for moving through this resistance. What's on the other side? Well, once you gather up the courage to actually look at your numbers, there's always one thing on the other side, truth. No matter what else, you'll see the truth. And this is empowering every single time. On top of that, you will find other gifts. Often you'll find relief, sometimes surprise or delightful surprise. You may find freedom, motivation, comfort, clarity, and peace can be found there too. Once you're willing to peek at your numbers, you might find that you've got things to actually celebrate. Some of my community members have been pleasantly surprised to find out they're bringing in more money than they thought they were or are somehow in better financial shape than they had feared. If you find this, please make sure to take some time to celebrate it. Or you might peek at your numbers and find what I call a money leak. A money leak is a reoccurring charge that you've just simply forgotten about. This happens all the time. We forget to cancel that old gym membership or are paying more for a cell phone than we'd realized. I've worked with so many clients who are making a really nice income but still go into debt because they're not consciously directing where that income goes. Just a smidge of awareness, adjusting and tweaking can really do wonders here. Actually looking at your numbers will give you a clear picture of what's happening so you can make adjustments as needed. The bravery to peek at your numbers is sometimes all the catalyst you need to end a painful pattern of denial or unconsciousness around money. It's amazing to watch someone take their head out of the sand and stop perpetuating a painful money story just through a little attention, love, and getting current with the truth of their numbers. What if you look at your finances and they're in bad shape, as bad as you'd feared or even worse? This can happen. Not knowing the truth about your finances might feel comforting in the moment, but it only makes things worse. Keeping your head in the sand removes your ability to make smart choices and shape your financial future. There's so much to be seen, understood, and changed once you're willing to take an honest look at your numbers. Summoning the bravery to be more aware of what's happening is the catalyst for any and all positive change in your financial situation. So, how can you work through your resistance to peeking at your numbers? Here are six gentle invitations to get started. Number one, simply name what's happening. The first step to working through this resistance is to name it. I'm scared to look at my numbers. This is a common thing, and right now it's happening to me. Often simply naming what's happening can start gently shifting things. Number two, feel your feelings. Do a body check-in. Take a few deep breaths. Turn within and simply notice what are you feeling in your body, in your heart, in your mind. Stop trying to get rid of your resistance and simply listen to it for a few moments. Does it have anything to tell you? I really think it does. Number three, return to your intentions. Get clear on why you want to look at your numbers. 
How will getting honest about your money help you? Tune into the most true and deep reasons you have for doing this. Maybe you've been feeling uncertain and unsettled about your money, and you know that getting a clearer picture will help you feel more at peace and clear about your next steps. Or maybe this is about releasing a deeper pattern of avoidance and denial that you see in other areas of your life. Maybe you have really practical reasons for looking like you want to know if you can afford to do something, like take a vacation or buy a pair of shoes or leave your job. Whatever your reasons are, keep them in mind and return to them when your resistance comes up. Number four, make an action plan for getting clear. Do you already have a favorite tracking system that you've used for a while, like Mint or YNAB or MoneyMinder or QuickBooks? Maybe it's just time to dust it off and pull up some reports. Or maybe you don't have that set up yet and aren't ready to take that plunge and you just want to get a quick snapshot of your financial landscape. In that case, you might want to make a list of all your accounts you want to look at, then log into them online and start adding everything up. Or maybe it's really finally time to set up a tracking system so you don't have to search high and low to get a sense of your numbers. If this is the case, then please start doing some research online on these different systems. And then, you know, ask yourself, is this something that you can train yourself how to do by yourself alone? Um, or is it something that you really need some hand-holding with and would really be helpful to get a bookkeeper or a bookkeeping trainer to sit down with you and help you? Number five, surround yourself with the support you need. Would it feel good to you to look at your numbers with your sweetie or a friend or an accountability partner? Maybe you do want to look at them alone at first, but would really like to debrief with a trusted confidant afterwards, right? This is where it may be really helpful for you to bring on a bookkeeping trainer or hire a financial coach to sit down next to you and sit with you and hold your hand while you're looking at your numbers and learning how to look at them and learning how to read the reports. And maybe they bring along a box of tissues so you can have a little cry. And maybe they bring along a stash of chocolate to help as well. Number six, plan your after party. Listen up. Mustering the courage to look at your numbers is a big, brave deal and is absolutely worth celebrating. So plan ahead. How would you like to celebrate afterwards? Is there a special treat, a ritual, or an activity you can look forward to? Remember, we are never done with our money work. Money is a lifelong companion. And along life, we are constantly growing and evolving and fine-tuning things in our money relationship. Getting clear on our actual numbers is so crucial for doing this. This is how we learn what's working, what isn't working, and what needs to shift. And we can always bring in big doses, big doses of compassion. You might begin to notice some choices or patterns you'd like to shift but you don't have to shame yourself for them. Always honor the road that's brought you here and celebrate the opportunity you've created for yourself to make new choices right now, more aligned with your values and your goals at this time. And this, my friend, is the beginning of a money practice. What is a money practice? A money practice is quite simply the steps you take on a daily, weekly, monthly, and annual basis to help you bring more clarity 
peace of mind and success to your money relationship. We all live practices in our lives. These are simply healthy habits we do on a regular basis that create a benefit over time. You might have a yoga practice, a meditation practice, a healthy eating practice, or a gardening practice. It's helpful to recognize money as a practice, just like brushing your teeth or getting good exercise. After all, money isn't something you deal with once and never again. It's something to consciously engage with in incremental steps on a regular basis. And when you keep showing up to your money life, you will see benefits over time, just like how you eventually stretch deeper into your yoga practice and enjoy big, beautiful tomatoes from your gardening practice. Your money practice can include the physical level, like paying bills, reconciling accounts, calling your accountant, setting up a bookkeeping system. It can include the emotional and psychological levels, like journaling about the deeper themes at play in your money relationship, what you learn from your family about money, and letting go of any old unhelpful beliefs you have about money. A money practice can also include the spiritual levels of money, like a gratitude practice, generosity, trust, and how money fits into your understanding of yourself, the larger world, Gathering up our courage and getting willing to peek at our money is square one to creating a money practice. After looking, come choices. What choices will you make once you start peeking? Well, that's a whole other can of worms that we'll, that we'll look at in future money mochas. But remember, once you look, any choice you make will be a conscious one. That's what truly matters here. Let's say you peek at your numbers and you are shocked to see how much you spend each month on groceries. I can't tell you how many times I've heard this in my community over the years. What will you do then? Well, you might choose to cut back on this expense. You might hunt for more sale items, cook lower cost or bulk items, or drive a little farther to a discount store. Or you might realize that buying healthy, high-quality food at one location is so important to you and your family it's worth the extra expense. In this case, you might continue spending just as much, but then find another area, another expense that you value less at this time that you can cut out of your monthly spending. No matter what money choices you make, making them consciously is a victory. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Money Mocha. I hope you enjoyed some inspiration along with your morning cup and that you feel empowered to write a new chapter in your relationship with money. After all, money touches everything in our lives. If you feel called to wade deeper here, pack your financial goals, soul deep aspirations, and grab your favorite person, my holistic framework blends therapeutic, body-based practices with the real-life tools you need to create healthy, sustainable change in your money life. So if you are ready to begin your money healing journey with the art of money today, you can learn more at barrytesler.com.